Greetings, Creepazoids. It's your old pal Joe here. Just wanted to give you a quick uh, disclaimer for the episode you're about to hear. Uh, so our movie plan for this week fell through at the very last minute, and Johnny Five and I were stuck having to improvise with whatever we had. So we just hopped in my car, hit the record button on my iPhone, put the iPhone on the dash, and drove off into the night. And we chatted up a storm for about an hour and a half while looking at Christmas lights, and this is the conversation that resulted from it. Um, I cleaned it up a little bit from the iPhone source, so hopefully it doesn't sound too terrible. But if you can't make it through the entire episode, you know, I, I understand. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for listening to Christmas Creeps, and thank you for sticking with us in the last year. It's been a lot of fun for me and are my co-hosts, and I hope you've enjoyed it as well. And I hope you'll join us in the new year for all of our wet new wacky adventures coming your way. Uh, we've got some fun stuff planned. Uh, you'll hear about that at the end of the episode, actually. Um, but if you want to find out more about our show, just go to um, christmascreeps.com or follow us on Twitter at Christmas Creeps. Uh, so without further ado, uh, here is our episode on Christmas lights. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and take a look at the snow. Bright white as far as your eyesight goes. Come and take a look at the fields of snow. I'll just get my coat, then we're good to go. Come and take a look at the lake. Let's have a quick skate before it gets late. Come and take a look at the frozen lake. Put your clothes on, mate. Don't make that mistake. Ba 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 uh, greetings, holiday shoppers. There are now just uh, 13 shopping days left until Christmas, and you know what that means. That means it's time for another episode of Christmas Creeps, your holiday podcast for holiday movies all year round. Hi, uh, I'm Joseph Wade. Tonight I'm here with uh, Johnny Five, the human robot. Hello. And we're doing something a little different tonight. We are um, on the road. We, we hit the road like Sam and Max, and we are... Going to be driving around looking at Christmas lights tonight and talking about some Christmas movies. And um, this is this whole whole uh, idea was concocted by Mr. Five over here, so I'm going to let him sort of introduce the concept of what he wants to talk about, and I'm going to be driving the car and trying not to crash into things. So take it away, John. Well, at first we were going to watch a uh, movie uh, that involved Christmas, uh, but Karen was not feeling too well, and I was like what can we do? And I was like standing outside waiting for Joe to drive over. And I started looking around and I like, I noticed how few light lights there were on my street, Christmas lights. And I was like, it's December 10th. People should have their Christmas lights up already. Right. Yeah. We're in peak Christmas right now. Yeah. If you're the type of person to put Christmas lights up, which not that I should talk because I had no Christmas lights up, but, um, I'm a hypocrite. So fuck all y'all. I have exactly one strand of lights, so I'm not any better. But like, I was like, Dan Aykroyd would be pissed about my neighborhood. Oh, he would hate it. He would absolutely hate it. And then, like, I looked on one side street that was a complete dead end of a street. The only reason to go down the street is if you live there. And there were two houses right next to each other that had Christmas lights. And that was it. And I'm like, I wonder if it'll, like, one of them put up lights. The other one was like, well, we gotta do better than those assholes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's how most, most people do Christmas lights, is they want to do, they want to outdo their neighbors. And so every year it just becomes sort of a game of, like, like, uh, you know, Christmas lights brinksmanship, and by by you know a certain point, it's everybody's everybody's house looks like the fucking Griswolds. Speaking of the Griswolds, I was out and about today, um, and I ended up with cash in my pocket because I was getting tacos at a taco truck, and they don't take cards. And I was like, I went into a gas station to get drinks, and I saw um, a uh, in the in like the scratch off lottery crap. Yeah. There was a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation scratch-off card. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. It's like, oh, fuck God. it all. I'll waste $3 on that, you know? 
I mean, they will put Chevy Chase's face on goddamn anything. <laughs> Luckily, it did not have Chevy <laughs> Chase on it. It did have a rusted, shit-covered RV on it, though. Oh, of course. Which is it's better than Chevy Chase's face, I guess. Yeah. I, I have noticed this year they've really picked up on the Cousin Eddie hillbilly aesthetic and, like... Uh, you see a lot of Christmas story merch that has like you know redneck Christmas shit all over it. Like you go, to, you can go to Target and buy a bunch of um, like pint glasses with the Christmas Vacation logo on one side. On the other, on the other side, it's you know cousin Eddie's RV and it says literally redneck Christmas on it. He's not a redneck though. Like, I mean, he kind of is. Well, but like I'm, I'm thinking more. I'm, I'm objecting more along, along lines because I'm from Kansas. Spoiler alert. And so is he. And like. Rednecks are, we're, like, Hicks are from Kansas. Rednecks are from the South. Yeah, it, I mean, you live in Hick country now. I mean, Redneck country now, so. Is yeah, this, I, I guess, I guess, I mean, I guess I would be like, like, I guess I'm like ethnic Hick. Is that how it works? Or I guess. But yeah, like, we're driving around right now, and I, we're going to a street that we know has a shitload of Christmas lights on it because they do it every year, but like, right now, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're still kind of in sort of a commercial district right now but you know we're getting into the we're, we're coming up to the, the residential side and pretty soon you're going to start seeing a lot of, a lot of uh, lights uh, you know here in the south we do uh, this I don't know if it's really spread to the rest of the US or even the world yet but here in the south we do this thing where we wrap up we make a ball of, make a ball out of chicken wire and wrap a bunch of Christmas lights around that and just throw that in a tree and say <laughs> that is a Christmas light that's what we do here because we're hillbillies and we're dumb and that's what we think is like classy so um people will just make those on their own now you can buy them in the stores now but you if you really want to be kind of uh, authentic and art artisanal you make your own fucking chicken wire uh christmas lights i want to throw out like an alternate uh explanation for it yeah because we're in the south and people always forget that it's cold down here and there's like, okay, I'm gonna go put up the Christmas lights. Holy crap, it's cold! Just like, uh, throw the ball out there in the yard. There, done. Yeah, Christmas lights are Christmas lights are up. Pretty much. Like tonight, it is. My car says it's 33 degrees right now. So, uh, if you're trying to put up Christmas lights tonight, you are sol. Um, I should have turned down that street. Yes. Uh, we will turn. Christmas back is canceled. Christmas is canceled. Game over. Podcast over. See you guys next week. No, wait. Here's the way. Here's a place to turn around. Um, um, yeah, so I definitely fucked up, and I'm taking the long way around. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, yeah, this is nowhere near where we're trying to go. We, we have entered the... We're in the industrial district I was, now. I was about to say, we have entered, like, the set of RoboCop. Yeah. Here's the chemical factory. What chemicals? I don't know. Enough to fuck up the guy from ER, I know that. <laughs> did that guy... Did, did, uh... What was his name? Maurice? Did he go on to be an ER? Uh, the dude who, like, got... The dude who exploded in RoboCop... Yeah. ...was a doctor on ER who specifically, like, got attacked by a helicopter twice, I think. Like, oh, God. Because ER is a fucked-up TV show. There was one episode where, like, he lost an arm in a helicopter blade, and I think another episode where he got killed in a helicopter blade, like, helicopter crash. I'm not so sure about the second one, but I know the first one is true. Like, his character lost an arm to a helicopter blade. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah, like, medical dramas are fucked up. And you know, they, they, it, they're they even worse than Law & Order because, like, they they take their stories, like, they you know, not ripped from the headlines like Law & Order, but just ripped from medical, journal, medical journals just for plot content. 
Yeah, I remember what it was like next week on Chicago Hope. The plague. <laughs> so Delroy Lindo climbs into a time machine and goes back to 1640 France. Is that when the plague was happened? I don't know. I don't think Delroy Lindo was on Chicago Hope. He was on the Chicago Code. That's, that was a cop show. Oh, I figured you were going to say, he was on the Chicago Cubs. Never mind. No. He might have been. I don't know. I don't know sports. We don't. That's why we do this podcast. Yeah, we don't We don't know basketball. That's why we talk about Christmas movies. There is no Christmas basketball movie. You'd, you'd think there would be. You'd think that, like, Air Bud... I mean, the closest thing you have is, is the Santa Buddies. Because the Air Bud movies started as a basketball movie about a dog. And then it became a series about a dog that plays football and soccer and baseball. And then at some point, he just has puppies. Like, that, the next sequel was just Air Bud has puppies. And I don't know if the puppies play sports or not, but, uh, you know. They if, talk, I know that. The they they talk. sure as hell talk. And if they don't play sports, that's a missed opportunity if you ask me. Oh, man. And I'm thinking about, like, yeah, why, why, didn't the, why didn't the Air Buddies put together a hockey team? Yeah, the, the mighty Air Buddies. Yeah, the fat the fat dog could be the goalie, and he's the one who farts a lot. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about making remaking the Mighty Ducks with like all dogs. And you know the fat the fat goalie dog. His name is like Beefer. He's got to I don't know. He's got to be named like Beefer or uh, <laughs> or Squanch. I don't know. <laughs> As you, as, yes, I, I name your dog Beaver or Squanch, uh, as one to- customarily does. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take a second pass at finding the right street here. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, but yeah, the point was like, and, and we're—I don't think either of us. I know for a fact, me, I'm not the type where it's like you know we have the big family Christmas where like there's all these people coming in and the house is fully fucking packed for like weeks on end or shit like that like in Christmas vacation right no no my family doesn't do that like I like in my family it's like we all have our own family not the fact that I live half, of, half a country away from the rest of my family notwithstanding okay here's here's your first good look at uh, Christmas balls here in the tree yeah it is just Instead of wrapping them around the tree trunk or anything, they, there's just balls of jumbled up Christmas lights hung in the tree branches. Had you really not seen those before? Probably driving down the street a couple years ago is when I saw them. Okay, okay. But yeah, this uh, we this town is sort of like Christmas ball central. <laughs> I think they actually had like the running of the balls tonight, which is a stupid ass name. But I think they were doing like a 10k down the street that we're going to here shortly. And coincidentally, a bunch of tourists still got gored. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chicken wire ain't nothing to fuck with. Incidentally, uh, I also know that today was nat- was the uh, the day of the National SantaCon, and there was an event somewhere in one of the towns around here. They had a, they had our local SantaCon today, uh, so we missed that. Is, is the SantaCon what uh, Willie had going on in Bad Santa? I, yeah, essentially. No, SantaCon is basically, it's not even, a, I don't think it's even a convention, quote unquote. It's more of just like an excuse for a bunch of people to dress up as Santa and go out to bars and drink. So it's not even like a Santa trade show. It's just, it's just, it's just a, it's just a, a pub crawl with a theme. It's a pub crawl with a theme. Exactly. 
but I went to their website today to see if there were any any local, and there were a couple in, in our state, and but there's like hundreds going on across the country tonight. So, God willing, and the creek don't rise, hopefully we won't run into a, like a pack of drunk Santas while we're out here exploring, looking at Christmas lights. We make sure we run over them and not into them. Well, I don't. I don't want to stop it to see a Santa's. Like I've, I've seen Dawn of the Dead. Incidentally, that's a pretty good hook for a uh, Death Race sequel, a holiday themed Death Race movie where you just try to hit Santas. Hey, uh, Rockstar, uh, give us a call. <laughs> Got a game idea for you. All right. So uh, yeah, there's just a sh- there's look, just a shitload look more of these balls and everything. Like that's it's. There are some houses that you see what you call like traditionally decorated, like, oh, we hung some bicycle lights up on the porch and things like that. But yeah, most of these are just like, yeah, we threw a bunch of these, like, and even more, this seems like it would take more effort to, like, get that up in the tree. Look down that way. Yeah, it's just the street <laughs> ahead of us and the streets, like, going off to the side, it's basically all we're seeing right now are these balls hung up in the tree. You, and, like... You might want to take a picture of just the balls. Cause, yeah, like, yeah. Like, here, if you can, like... Yeah, I'm going to take a picture if you can manage to, like, slow down enough that, well, hopefully... Okay. Okay. This picture will probably not turn out at all, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. There's uh, there's cops kind of directing traffic down here, so we're plenty stopped we are, Yeah, now. we are not the only looky-loose. If you want to try to take a picture. Yeah. But, no, for real, like, um, that if you go down the main street, you don't see shit. You don't see anything, and then you turn down the side street that we're on now, and all of a sudden it's just Christmas balls as far as the guy can see. But the thing, that's, uh, which I realize is, <laughs> does not sound great. Balls everywhere. The thing that gets to me is like some of these houses. It's like that's all they have. Like there's a wreath maybe on the door, maybe a candy cane made of Christmas lights, and then just fifty or sixty Christmas balls, and that's it. Like yeah, it's it's not Christmas balls are the new thing. Like in addition to everything else, it's it's. I mean, they, if I make Christmas balls, I don't have to do anything else, right? Right. I mean, Christmas balls are basically the new thing. Like, that's just what people around here do now in the place of doing literally anything else. Um, and my parents, for their part, uh, they have exactly one. <laughs> they put one out in their yard, and they decided to stop there, apparently. And now I'm imagining, like, the Charlie Brown Christmas tree with the one, like, ornament replaced with one Christmas light bulb. It really is, because the tree in, in, the tree in their driveway is like a... Um, Oh, they're not going to let us turn here, are they? It doesn't look like it. Uh-oh. The tree in their... Um, it's okay. we got plenty of places to go. Uh, yeah. In their driveway is a is a Japanese uh, like cherry blossom type tree. So like in the winter, it looks like a, a dead spider on a stick. Uh, <laughs> so they decided to hang a Christmas ball from that. And now and when you drive up at night, it looks like something out of a horror movie. I was about to say, it looks like, oh, there's the fairy man. I can I can see his lantern now. <laughs> we can cross the river Styx today. I think I think we're just going the wrong way around the street. It looks like they're a lot, they're, they turned the street up ahead into a one way street. Okay. Yeah, they probably did. We, we're just gonna have to go around, and that's fine. But we know where we're going. But back to what passes for the point I was trying to get at, like. My family, like, we never had, like, you know, it wasn't a big, big deal of, like, you know, everyone has to come on Christmas. It was, like, everyone had their own family Christmas, and then you met in the afternoon for, like, hey, I got a gift for you, too. Hi, bye. But, like... Oh, yeah, here's the people that we're passing by now. These are the runners from the the, the 10K that they just had today, or, like, in weird Christmas costumes and stuff. Oh, yeah, I see the signs for the race and everything. Yeah. 
But yeah, so do you, what do you think um, Dan Aykroyd would in, in Christmas with the Cranks would have thought about all these Christmas balls? What would he have said about that? Would he have loved it, or would he have thought it was lazy as shit? I think he would, like, kind of maybe bemoan the lack of, like, strategic coordination. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, yeah, you all put them up, but you all just put them up willy-nilly. You didn't all, like... He, he'd be mad about the lack of uniformity, I think. Because there are some people where it's like it's all over their house. Some people just picked the biggest tree in the front yard and threw them in there. Yeah. And some people decorated the house in addition to it, and some people didn't. Because I think more his thing was not just that they had to go all over the top, but they all had to go over the top in the same way. Because, like, it wasn't enough to decorate the house. You had to have the frosty on the roof and all that shit. Yeah, you, you had to be meticulous and coordinated, and everything had to be, like, precisely just so. And here, it's just kind of wherever you threw the ball in the tree and it, it landed, like, that's good enough. Do that a hundred times. And I am not exaggerating when I say a hundred times. Not at all, no. All right, we're going to try this. Because if we went straight, that that's a hospital. Uh, We'll go there later. <laughs> we might wind up there. Ah, crap, there's more cops. Jeez. Uh, there, it was a big production today, apparently. Um... So, yeah, last week, my brother Dan and I tried to go into uh, downtown for, like, the lighting of the big local Christmas tree, and we got there, no kidding, like, half an hour before the event, and the entire town was already there. Look at that street. Yeah, it's just as far as the eye can see. And and it it looks more eerie than it does festive. Like it, yeah, it looks like you're going through like the fucking like haunted ghost swamp in like some like Japanese RPG or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, oh, I have to, I have to find which one of these lost spirits is Titus's mother or something. You know what? You're right. Like if you if you didn't know any better, you would think these were like really weirdly shaped lanterns. And all right, let's see here. Or on the on the other, or maybe on the other hand, I'm like thinking Mario has to jump up and collect those still. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a red coin in, in one of these. Yeah, they're waving us along here. Is it, What exactly is going on here? Is it just they don't want us in here because of the festivities? Or because, like, they want us to take a particular, like, looky-loo route through here? I, it's probably a little bit of both. And I, I'm smelling smoke, which makes me think something's on fire around here. Um, this smells like an intentional fire, though. This smells like a bonfire more than, like, a house fire, though, so. There may be a, a church nearby having a, like, jamboree or something. Hey, guys, I know what I know what different fires smell like. Don't think anything weird about that at all or anything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my defense is my dad worked for the fire department for, like, 20 years, so. So you know what you know what leaves smell like versus insulation and crown molding and all that fun stuff. Basically, the the simple rule is if you smell a fire, you're like, oh, that's pleasant. It's a fire somewhere. It's a good fire. If you smell a fire, like someone's burning a dog, I think that's a bad fire. I'm gonna follow this guy and see where we go. Yep, kick it down that way. I'm not even a street that way. Nope. There are streets behind. Um, but yeah, so Christmas with the Cranks kind of, uh, I mean, I know that was what, like 13 years ago, maybe? Yes, thereabout. Okay, we're in. We're in the neighborhood now. Yes. Um, see, like some people try and do like designs and 
coordinate their Christmas balls. Yeah. I do... One thing I really want to do, just because not only is it really lazy, but it also is really effective... Look out there. Dear Lord, it's an alien invasion. <laughs> I love um, it. I fucking love it. <laughs> but, like, the idea of, like, instead of putting up lights, you just have the projector that has, like, a like that cycles through different light patterns on it. Yeah. It's really neat, and it, you don't have to do anything. You just put it in the front lawn and just shine it on the house. Like, I, I legit want, would not want to do that. Oh, yeah, I know those. Um, that house is... that That is, like, an old stone house, and, like, their decoration is just, like, there's a wreath on the door and a candle in every window. Yeah, that's sort of, like, traditional... Yeah, that, that's some like that's some like dour like you know like like father isn't well after the horse accident in the fall. That's like McAllister family house decoration. I'm I'm more thinking of like some like grim like like farmhouse like depression shit. Okay, so this church that we're getting ready to pe- to pass by, I have never seen this church before, and it did it is, just pop up overnight? No, no, I've just never been down here. Re- haven't been down here in a long time. Um, but this church right here has a gigantic statue of, of the Virgin Mary and baby Jesus, like, just right up there. Look. I think you missed it. I did. Okay. I see another statue there. On the front of the building. Was it up above the door? Yes. Okay. Um, but I had never seen that before, so we're getting, uh, getting a good, good look at some of the architecture around here as well. Um... It's it's downright creepy though, like the lights, because like you, it looks almost like you're just looking at like a two D photo almost, just because light there, and then like the parallax of like the the stuff in the background starts going by. Yeah, and it's, it's just like it's, oh my god, there's a monster. It's very off putting, but I, I I like the way it looks because all of the you know all the trees, all the leaves are gone, so you kind of you can see through, way far down. So you're not just seeing the trees here, but you're seeing the trees behind the trees and the trees behind that, and they all have balls of light in them. And it's just, yeah, to to, to certain eyes it might look a little creepy. And I so, so these that. eyes right here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we've uh, we've exhausted that. I don't think we're going to get very much further into that neighborhood. Uh, so unless we want to put on our running shoes. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, I'm not in a running mood tonight. Is it, is it freezing yet? What's the temperature? Is it? Yes. It is now freezing. Cool, cool. It is cool. officially freezing uh, here in the south, which is, thanks to climate change, is uh, probably going to be a rarity here soon. I don't know. Well, you never know. It's it seems more like the idea. The fun is now. It's not just like you know. Oh, it's getting warmer. It's just more like oh, now we're now all of the extremes are happening. It's the warmest it's ever been. It's the coldest it's ever been. Yeah, we're going to have, like, two days of awesome snow, and then the, the week after, it's going to be 56 degrees. And because of those two days of awesome snow, the schools are going to be closed for a month. I'm not I'm not exaggerating that much when I say that. No, 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 yeah. The schools here go apeshit whenever, whenever it snows. Um, but we're, like, we're like at the northern tip of, of sort of that region. Like, you go into Virginia, and they're cool with it. Um yeah, it's and it's a weird thing because like the explanation I heard was that like because the buses can't get out to everywhere in the county, therefore the schools closed. Right, and that's really the issue is that like the the sort of the back roads and the secondary streets are a little more difficult to to traverse because they're up such you know inclines and stuff like that. Um, can I go? Yeah, I can. Okay. And it's just like oh well, they can't go pick up Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn for school today, so it's everyone can cancel for everyone. Yep. Uh, so I know kind of where I'm going to take you next. One last, one, I guess the last thing we'll look at before we get, before we... Is there anything downtown worth looking at? 
That's a good question. And now we're on a one-way street away from downtown. <laughs> yeah, we'll circle back around. My bad. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because we're going to We'll circle back around. We so, got time. Um, yeah. So as far as Christmas movies go, I, I mean, so Christmas with the Cranks obviously has a very sort of strict uh, view of what Christmas lights and decorations should look like. Um, but what else like, can you think of that we've that we've covered in the last couple of years? Well, obviously, I mean, nationally post Christmas vacation. Well, yeah. But in, in in that case, uh, Clark Griswold doesn't really have much of a design plan. He just puts lights wherever he damn well pleases. It, it kind of goes into what uh, what is her character Beverly Dan Ellen says. She says about his like he's like he if for Clark if it's worth doing it's worth overdoing. Yeah, and that kind of what is that's kind of what his aesthetic is basically twenty five thousand lights something like that. Yeah, and I know there's a family here in town that every year they like to put up what they call like they call it their Griswold family Christmas decoration, and it's just the most gaudy, ridiculous, um, like you know, blow up decoration ornaments and light designs and just like. You know, putting a sleigh on top of the house and putting a giant GI Joe in the sleigh or something like that. I'm, I'm imagining Flanders' house from Simpsons roasting on open fire, where it's not only does he have all the lights and everything, but like the Santa's is just constantly going ho, ho, ho. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, and it's as much a um, it's as much a spectacle as like the the giant you know festival of lights that we just drove through. Um, probably even more so because it's been going on for like decades. Alien shit's a festival of northern lights. <laughs> Dear Lord. Um, but um, it's the red, it's the red and green and blue and white and brown mountain lights. Uh, so that's a little bit more of a local cut, I guess. I don't know that one. Sorry. Brown mountain lights. Okay. That 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 that. that there's no way that's not a poop joke. <laughs> it's got to be. But look, look at this shit. One last look. One last good look at this shit before uh, we. Oh, we can if if we're willing to like put up a local news article. We can definitely find a local news article about all this shit with better pictures than we took. Oh, I know. But uh, and I know we like to play coy with where we are. And all if you that. bother to look at Twitter for like two seconds, Joe is like, "Hey, here's my address." Pretty much. I don't really care at this point. But yeah. Uh. Jesus. Oh, here's something fucking creepy about the South: the drive-through na- living nativities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if we can find one of those. There was one down in the town I live in, but it, it was like, I think it was only the 5th and the 6th. Uh-huh. And, um... But, well, there's one here that's close to downtown that uh, is, like, always always under threat of... Oh, shit. Is always under threat of somebody stealing the fake uh, barnyard animals. Because they do the living nativity, but the, the animals are always fake. So somebody always steals one, steals like one of the donkeys. <laughs> like it's it's like a Christmas tradition at this point. That it it's something I I it's something I don't really get though the drive through like the it's not even the drive through the drive the drive through nativity I get to an extent it's like yeah why not but the living nativity I'm like why because you're just sitting there still it's like it it doesn't add anything if I know that like oh that's a real person st- sitting really still you know. It's like that gag in arrest in one of the first Arrested Development episodes where George Michael does like the 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 uh, like Dawn of Man painting and he has to wear the friggin uh, like muscle suit. Yeah. <laughs> and like they they unveil the painting and you're just supposed to sit there and be still and that's all that they do. 
which is baffling to me, but apparently is a real thing, um, vis-a-vis, or rather, whatever, whatever the term is, um, see also living nativities. Um, but yeah, and I don't know, like, a lot of Christmas movies that really touch the, um, actually, I'm gonna have to walk that back, because I know there was definitely some, uh, like, Christmas movies that touch the, sort of, like, Christmas pageant-y, uh, nativity story kind of deal and not i'm not just talking about movies like the nativity story which is just a straight you know telling of the nativity story but you know i don't know where i'm going where i'm going with this because like even in home alone 2 it's a christmas pageant that they go to at the beginning but it's not like a christian thing it's just like a bunch of kids singing a song about christmas oh i've been there done that yeah my uh school district back in the day had what started out as the Christmas pageants and then turned into the seasonal celebration. Um, oh. And I, I think at first it just basically was like, yeah, we'll put in a couple songs that aren't about Jesus, fine. But then it, it did actually start being like a more in general like winter holiday inclusive thing. Right. But like, yeah, it was like an entire thing and like none of us in the class, like in any of the grades really wanted to do it. And like none of the teachers wanted to do it, and none of the parents wanted to do it. It was all just for like the like the seniors. Like, it was all just people who were being like, "Oh, I remember that from when I was a kid." It's like well, that doesn't make it any more fun than for us than you remember something that happened fifty fucking years ago. Right. It's just just to make the guide like the school guidance counselor happy. Really, is all it's for because they don't want to get sued or. I don't know. I don't know. It just felt weird because like it was it was put on for people who like. It was the same program every year because I we had to be in it. We only had to had to be in it in sixth grade. After that, you were only in it if you were in like one of the one of like the vocal uh, vocal music classes, right? But like it was the same program every single year because I went to it and saw it when my sister was in it, and then I was in it and like, oh, it's the exact same thing they did three years before. <laughs> so it's it, it, it's for like it's it's tradition for the sake of tradition at that point. Yeah, and that's kind of the point where it, like, Christmas traditions start to become not fun, I guess, because I, I know there's a lot of people out there who wonder why we do things like sing the 12 days of Christmas, or uh, why we, you know, do Christmas trees, or have candy canes, and it's just, a lot of it, the, ex- the ex- explanation is just like, well, that's just what we do at Christmas time. So, but, you know, uh, a lot of this stuff kind of doesn't have any meaning anymore. Hey, man, I just saw Paul Blart because here comes a fucking segue. Speaking of Christmas tra- traditions, man, motherfuck the elf on the shelf. I hate that thing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we, I was just at a, a family get-together right before we reco- were recording this, and all of the kids were talking about the elf on the shelf at the house and what he was up to lately, and... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do you want to tell the kids, like, you know you can just get up and move the elf yourself, right? <laughs> no, because if you move the elf yourself, that destroys the magic, and he can't go home. Well, I mean, he's going to the garbage anyway, so... My... My... Uh, my hatred of the elf on a shelf is kind of... A two or three... Several fold... I, I hate the idea, first off, that, like, oh, it's a Christmas tradition, because that's what it says on the box. I was like, no, this motherfucker was invented, and, like, I'm not joking, either in 2006 or 2009. That's when Elf on a Shelf was started. 
Yeah, like it's not a Christmas tradition if it started when you were in college, which not everybody was in college, but like I was definitely in college when the album The Shelf came out. And it was and it was explicitly created. I looked this up with the idea of this woman was like, I'm going to make a Christmas tradition. And it's like you you can't just do that. Like you can't. It's like making a Christmas tradition is like giving yourself a nickname. You're not allowed to do that. It is a douchey ass thing to do unless like it has to come organically. The only people who are allowed to just make Christmas traditions are the Rankin-Bass Company. And hey, guess what? We're missing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer tonight on TV. I, w- I would say Prince was allowed to do so, but like, you know, I mean, that's because like, how am I going to tell Prince no? What, what traditions did Prince make? None, but like, if Prince wanted to, I would have let him though. It's like, you can't, how are you going to say no? Prince is just like, from now on on Christmas, we have waffles. Like, okay. Nothing compares to Yule. Oh my God. I just saw the entire... The entire Christmas ball spectacle from like a side street we just passed. You could see the entire goddamn Some thing. Some more of the there. world's nonsense going on oh, looking man. that way. Wow. I apologize for stomping on my own joke I just did there. Um, see, I don't think there's a living nativity on this street. I'm just trying to get us downtown. Nothing compares to Yule when two turtle doves cry. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm out. <laughs> Raspberry Santa hat. <laughs> Darling Saint Nicky. Santa's red Corvette. Oh God! Why? What? <laughs> we have to bring Prince back to life so we can record a, a Princemas album. <laughs> oh, I would pay so much money for that. Problem with he was a Jehovah's Witness, wasn't he? He very much was. Yeah. They don't do Christmas, from what I know. Yeah, so that's kind of where the joke's gonna end. No. <laughs> Sorry, Prince. Let's go this way. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, what the fuck was I even talking about? Oh, Elf on the Shelf was what I was talking about. Um, the other thing with Elf on the Shelf is like, if it was just a dumb little like elf figure that was just like, oh, we put it on the shelf and it's a it's a fucking like posable art figure, you know, like one of those things you just bend its arms, like, oh, it's doing something, it's looking around. But like, the, it's it's that weird like, it it looks intentionally shitty is the way I'm gonna put it, because it it's made intentionally to look like some weird thing from like the 30s or 40s to give it that like oh a tradition type feel yeah where yeah. it's it's wearing like it like looks completely outdated and like you know like it looks like it should be i mean it has the same kind of look and feel as like a, a stretch armstrong that doesn't stretch but more than that like the the fact that like instead of wearing like real clothes he's just wearing like a green onesie uh, can I go? and is go. that look on his face like if you see the if you, if you look at the elf on the shelf's face, the only the other place you see that look is from someone who's just like, guess what I jizzed on last night. <laughs> Long story short, the elf on the shelf is a sex offender. Hang on, hang on here. No, 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 no. What is what is going on? Can I go this way? I mean, yeah. Oh, they're singing the Grinch downtown. They're like doing Grinch karaoke downtown. Grinchy-oki. Grinchy-oki. And this probably is not a great idea because it is jam-packed. Um, um, I mean, yeah, this downtown here cannot support like a normal amount of traffic without Christmas shenanigans going on. Yeah. Here's the big downtown tree. I wonder if the cat who lives in the park is inside the tree. <laughs> probably. I'm not actually... I, I hope the cat, the cat that lives in the park is still there. I've not been to the park in a few years. There's like a uh, like a half city block wide park downtown here, and there's just a cat who lives there, and it's like 
he is listed. He is like seriously listed as the park's only official resident. Yeah, it's the cat that lives downtown, which is like the name of an adorable children's book. If anybody out there wants to write a children's book, or it's like where I buy my weed in like 1970. Yeah, if, if you talk in a certain slang. Yeah, that's the like joke. The cat. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I'm I'm cool and hip and whatever. You're you're hep. Yeah. Okay. This parking garage looks like it's made with matchsticks. Just as a side note for this, it says Empire Room Parking, Regency Room Parking. I thought it said Emergency Room Parking for a minute. <laughs> so I think we've exhausted uh, our... The town's Christmas festivity, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah. Basically, I, there's one more thing I would I would show you, but it's a little far out. And I don't mean like tri- trippy and cool. I mean, it's a little out of the way. So... Um, if there's any other Christmas movies we want to talk about before we finish up tonight, I honestly don't know. Um, you wanted to talk about like the expectations of certain Christmas movies versus what they actually yeah, bring like, us. like I like if I try to actually like view any any Christmas movie for that matter as an expectation of what Christmas is actually like, I would be sorely disappointed. Like, think about Christmas Story that takes place in the Depression, you yes. know. But, like, they go down and, like, each of them has, like, dozens of presents under the tree for each of them. So, yeah, like, A Christmas Story, I mean, it's it's all about, I, I saw I saw this on uh, Facebook or Twitter recently. I mean, it's all about a kid who gets, a kid who gets bullied who wants a gun for Christmas. Pretty much. And when you think about it in that, in, like, 2016 terms like that, it's a little gruesome, but... Uh, you know, it's it's the depression. It's it's supposed to be a reflection of like a simpler time, and I think that's fine. But uh, it, it is kind of weird though, because it's like they they are very much like a depression era, like Chicago family. Like there was nothing good about life there. It's almost feels like it's kind of like whitewashing is not quite the right word, but like it's very much like a it's very like rose tinted glasses. Yeah, very yeah, you. which. I, I love Gene Shepard, but like that—that's something you have to. I like feel like I have to like accept with that is like yeah, it's very very much tinted by nostalgia, right? Um, but um, because I mean, just to go back to like, um, yeah, like my I've I've never had any expectations of like you know oh I'm going to get dozens and dozens and dozens of presents. It was like. There was the one big thing you asked for that, like, you knew you would never get any other time, so you asked for it for Christmas exactly. when they'd be willing to spend that much money on you. Like, you asked for the Super Nintendo at Christmas because otherwise you're not going to get that much money spent on you at one time. Right. And I think even in a, even in a, even in a Christmas story, um, I think that expectation is there because you see all the other other gifts that they get on Christmas Day. And, they're, and it's not like they get a, a bunch of extravagant stuff. You know, Randy gets a toy Zeppelin, which that's, is that's, that's, strange to me. That's true, because, like, I remember the, the dad gets, like, a can of, like, Simonized Car Wax. I think Simonized Car Wax. I think so. It's a car thing. It, it, yeah, and a bowling ball. And a bowling ball, yeah. It's like... And then he's he's disappointed that he didn't get a necktie. <laughs> Which I always, which I, I always think is kind of a funny touch, like the thing that Dad expects to always get, and all of a sudden one year that it's not there, you miss it. It's like, hey, I was hoping not to have to buy any ties myself this year. But I mean, you look at what the kids get for Christmas, and Randy gets a uh, 
a toy Zeppelin and a little like dump truck and a fire truck. I remember the fire truck. The fire truck, yeah. And what one of the more inexplicable things, one of the boys gets a Frankenstein mask. I've never understood that, but there's a definitely a scene. It's the shot where uh, the, the old man's trying to wake Randy up and Randy's asleep on the floor among all of the Christmas wrapping paper and garbage. You know, asleep, asleep clutching his Zeppelin and behind him is a Frankenstein mask. This was like right after like Universal Monsters. Frankenstein was a big thing though back then. Yeah, the early day, so. 40s, but like... <laughs> what kid asks for a Frankenstein mask for Christmas? Anyway, um, so yeah, like a lot of little things that maybe you weren't expecting or, or weren't asking for, but were definitely appreciated. And then the one thing, the one thing you actually put your hopes and dreams in, you know, for us, it would be a Super Nintendo. For Ralphie, it was a BB gun. I I'm, I know I've mentioned this before. I totally have a Red Rider BB gun. I think, I think my granddad had one and that my brother and I used to play with when we were kids. I don't know whatever happened to it. But I, I know I used to play with one. Mine is sitting in my house, and I have, like, several hundred BBs for it still that I got when I first got the thing. I just never shot them all yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen will not let me load it because she thinks I'm going to shoot things with it. Well, I would... I'm, not, I'm not saying she's wrong, but it's like, it's like, what do you think I'm going to shoot? It's not going what? to be, like, the cats or something. Well, also, like, what else do you do with a loaded gun? I mean, if you load the gun, what do you think's going to happen? I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame her. I mean, she's, just, she's, she's. It's not that she's afraid I'm going to shoot the gun. She's afraid I'm going to shoot things with the gun. Well, I mean, I understand she doesn't want you to shoot the cats. That's one thing. Also, she, I don't, I don't think she wants me to get shot by the police because I'm running outside with a gun, even though it is a BB gun. I mean, yeah, and if, I guess if she wants you to be safe, she would ask you to paint the the muzzle gold or orange or something. But then it doesn't look cool anymore. It's just a dumb looking oh. gun. Then, then okay. how am I going to rob a convenience store with it? Okay, now we're, we're in, we're driving through the local uh, college and a bunch of the, the trees here are just wrapped head to toe in Christmas lights. Which is more what I expect like the city to do. Like that, and yeah. there's one Christmas ball tree. There's exactly one. And then once you drive past that, the entire campus is just like Christmas decoration free. There's nothing. Maybe they just haven't gotten around to it yet. But it, again, you know, this is this is about the time where you need to start getting around to it because I mean, yeah. we're like spoiler, we're recording this on the tenth. Like, this is the tenth. If you haven't rec- if you haven't put up Christmas decorations yet, you're not gonna. Yeah, like I would think if you were going to, like today would be like the last day you were going to. Yeah, because at a certain point you have to kind of weigh whether or not you want to spend the time to put them up, and then how much time you're going to have enjoying them, because you don't want to put up a Christmas light you know, two days before Christmas and then take it down, you know, the day after, unless you're the kind of person who puts stuff up, you know, the week before Christmas and leaves it up until the, the sixth or whatever, uh, other sort of like some traditional 12 days of Christmas, tra- traditional like epiphany Christmas you, you celebrate. That's fine. But like, if you just put it up right before Christmas and take it down the day after, what's the point? Who, who have you, who have you, um, yeah, I mean, you're you're allowed to have enchanted presents your... without putting under, without having a like you can just have the presents. You don't need to have a tree to put them on. Yeah, there. who have you enchanted with your two day Christmas display? Um, so this is Christmas. What have you done? Basically, I'm, I'm trying to think. Last year we didn't put up the Christmas tree, but the year before that we did. We put it up like I think we put only put it up like a week before Christmas, and we were just like, we need to enjoy this tree more. I think we left it up until March. <laughs> 
This year, I have not put up my tiny little Christmas tree because, you know, spoiler alert, I live in a, a tiny apartment. And my little Christmas tree that I bought at a Walgreens is pathetic and pitiful, and it kind of depressed me to look at last year. So this year, I just didn't put it up. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know how our Christmas tree is going to do. Like, I mean, we just moved to a new house, like, this year, so it's like we don't really have, a, have an idea of, like, oh, the Christmas tree goes here yet. And also, in the past year, I've tripled the number of cats I have. <laughs> One of them I know likes to fight with a Christmas tree. Oh, God. Um, please, please, please videotape that for posterity. <laughs> she is the type of cat where it's just, you can't, I mean, she won't climb up in the tree because she's not a climber too much. Yeah. But, like, if anything is dangling at her height where she can reach it, she's like, well, obviously, this is my toy or you would have hung it higher. <laughs> oh, man. And like the, the perfect storm of, of terrible is if you have a cat who likes to play with Christmas toys and then, like, a two- or a three-year-old who insists on helping you decorate the Christmas tree which means they only put decorations as far as they can reach, which is the bottom two branches anyway. And also probably the, like, the same two bottom two branches the entire time because they're not moving around. Exactly. Um, that's like... That's, that's, that's Christmas for your cat right there. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I have to find this. I don't remember what it was an ad for. It was an ad for something, though. It was a commercial. It was a video of just like a Christmas... Like a, a white room decorated with like several Christmas trees with a train ring around it. Yeah. And then someone let loose like 30 cats in the room and they just destroyed everything. I did see that. That was great. I, we'll have to that find that and put it on the, on the website. Okay, we're going, to one, we're going to one last location tonight. And we're going down another neighborhood street. And I was down the street last week, and they had luminaries up and down the street, which is really neat. Little, you know, bags of uh, sand. Flaming dog poo? Flaming dog poo, as far as the eye could see up and down the street. And it was pretty neat looking. Uh, but we're going to uh, drive up and see how my brother's doing. Oh, wait, those guys have two Christmas trees. I'm going to say that one of those Christmas trees in that house is mine, and therefore I don't need to put one up. Okay, yeah, so my brother definitely has not put up any Christmas decorations at all and is the only person on the street See, look, who has look at that. Let's look at that house. That's what I'm talking about, the crazy strobe, I think. Where, oh, what yeah. house is your brother's? It was like three down that way. Okay, okay. Oh, no, they haven't put up lights either. Okay, so he's not alone. He's not the only Grinch. But, uh... He is a Grinch, though. So, yeah, uh, we have gone Christmas light peeping. I don't know what the term for that is, really. And I'm not comfortable saying peeping, so I'm not going to say it again. But, um, you know, if... R rubbernecking is the term I always use. Rubbernecking, yeah. I, I have heard people... Um, I have heard people use the term leaf peeping to go look at the leaves change in the fall, which always kind of creeps me out. Um, but this is a different case entirely. But, uh, yeah, so... Maybe not as much uh, Christmas movie chatter as we had hoped tonight, but that's it, fine. It is. It is kind of like hard to think about like what Christmas movie best rec like references my family Christmas and like none of them. Like, yeah, we well, we got together, gave gave some gifts, and had dinner. Except it wasn't like a thing where it was like you know, oh, there's like you know, grandma and aunt who the hell ever come in from like Milwaukee or anything. You know, like there's no there was there's no real like. No one is making a trek for Christmas, at least out of, you know, people I know. Yeah, and in my case, you know, pretty much all of my family is lives here in town, so it's easy for us to just sort of make make a day to just get together and do Christmas like we always do, but, you know, I know for a lot of people that's not the case. So our family Christmas involves, you know, everybody being fairly comfortable. 
So the whole the the Griswold sort of Christmas vacation is gone for us. We don't do that. No, not at all. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I think we're gonna call it an evening for Christmas creeps. Unless you have anything else you wanna. Uh, I just kind of want to maybe go give, go through a little idea of like what we got going on in the future. Okay. Um, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Um. um I think coming up pretty soon, we're going to have a scorching case of Bradford. We do. We've got Bradford coming into town, and he, don't think that we're not going to rope him into watching something ridiculous or doing something ridiculous for Christmas. He's fucking better at this point, because we just called him out on the podcast. <laughs> so now everybody expects it. All, um, all three of our listeners, one of which is Brad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've got Brad coming up for Christmas. Thank the, you know, Thank our lucky stars for that. And then next year, you know, we, we would like to maybe touch a little bit more of the uh, sort of, not sacred, not the sacred cows necessarily, but definitely the Christmas movies that maybe are a little more ubiquitous. Kind of, more like yeah, more like the kind of crap you would see on TBS on a week, on like a Saturday afternoon, almost. Yeah, stuff that like everybody is pretty, pretty aware of, but not necessarily like, you know, chomping in the bit for. Yeah, I have a, I have a bit of a list here of like just things I was thinking about because... Um, let's just kind of talk about, like, just, uh, briefly about some of these. Just, uh, why, why the hell not? Pat out some time, you know? Yeah, so this is, consider this a preview of... Consider what, this filler. Okay. Consider <laughs> this a preview for what you to expect in the, in the new year. But also don't really expect, you know, yeah. don't expect it too hard. Yeah. The, like, we, the, we, we lie to ourselves as much as possible. The best laid plans of Joe and Johnny Five. Uh... <laughs> All right. um, you did mention the Santa Claus. Okay, I, I do want to talk about the Santa Claus. I would love to talk about the Santa Claus, if for for nothing else, to then to talk about how the Santa Claus has completely ruined the way children spell the name Santa Claus, because the name is a double entendre or I guess a pun, but children don't understand that. Because what child understands legal terminology? Yeah, it's that was like it's a joke that got turned into a movie, but like no one. No one stopped to think, like, why are we turning this joke into a movie? Or once the joke was made, nobody explained the joke. So now kids just think Claws is spelled with an E. Um, I mean, it's it's like, it's it's kind of like Cloud Talk almost. Like, the episode of Simpsons where they cut off the, the head of the statue. Yeah. And the bullies are like, we were just saying it'd be cool to do it. We didn't say anyone should do it. And that's the thing. It's like, just because someone's like, hey, what if we made a movie where it's called Santa Claus, but it was with an E, and it was about, like, Santa and lawyers and shit. Just because someone says that doesn't mean you need to go and do it. That's how we got our, our new president. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, what else is on our list? Oh, man. I, I, with that guy, I can't tell if, like, he's, like, like, if he's just intentionally, like, evil, or is he just getting taken for a ride as much as the rest of us? Um, it can be two things. Yeah, I mean I, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. It's definitely the first, but I don't know if the second is true or not. Too. I don't know. Well, I, I don't really want to get back into that whole debate tonight. Yes. Uh, let's see. Prancer. Eh, Prancer. I don't know. Yeah. We, we we tentative. We'll say tentative on that one because Prancer is a little uh, precious as far as yeah, that, that goes. Well, little I know about Prancer is that Johnny Galecki is in it, and it's some syrupy sweet bullshit. Yeah, uh, Johnny Galecki's in it. The girl from Jurassic Park is in it. Um. And Sam Elliott is in it. Laura Dern? No, no, no. The, the little girl. That joke would work better if I had remembered Laura's Dern, Laura Dern's name faster. <laughs> um, 
Deck the Halls. That's is that Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito? It's Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito, and it probably would have been a perfect uh, movie to talk about tonight. Tonight, had tonight, we, tonight rather than the shit. because it's about Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick sort of trying to one up each other in decorating their houses for Christmas. Yeah, that would have that would that would have been pertinent. Too bad it would have been rather pertinent. We we need to watch some form of Christmas Carol. I'm leaning towards the Jim Carrey one personally. Yeah, and there's a lot to choose from there. We can, I mean, we could even go the wacky direction and say like Scrooge or the VH1 Divas Christmas Carol with Vin- Vanessa Williams. The only thing I'll say is that we're not watching Muppet Christmas Carol because then we'll just talk about how great Muppet Christmas Carol is for an hour. Yeah, there are cer- there are certain uh, sacred texts. As it were in in the Christmas Creeps canon, and Muppet Christmas Carol might be one of them. Yeah, there. I mean, the, those things are very much like in case of emergency, break glass type thing, and, which is we had an emergency a while back, which is why we did Christmas Vacation. Yeah, otherwise we never would have touched that one. Yeah, like I, for reference, I think maybe Christmas Story is on that list too. Christmas Story is on the list. Um, I think the original Home Alone might be on the list, but that would still probably be a fun one to two. Because because it it's it, it's not Home Alone is definitely not sacred as events by the fact that there are four sequels, but, but it's it's hard to unpack our nostalgia for it and like yeah because it I definitely have very strong memories of seeing that in theaters when I was four years old so I may have trouble sort of yeah removing myself from that yeah the the first movie I remember like actually like asking to go see in the theater as a kid was Home Alone two. Mm. And I, I do also definitely remember seeing Home Alone 2 in the theater. Um, I have some very uh, oddly specific memories about that, actually. Um, but yeah, Home Alone... We'll see about Home Alone. I don't know. Yeah. And like I think maybe like there's that one version of Miracle on 34th Street that is like the version. That might be a bit like... The 40s version? Yeah, that might be a bit... That might... It's not that it's untouchable, it's that it wouldn't be very fun to touch. I well, I feel like I feel like if we did Miracle on 34th Street, we would have to watch both of them and then talk about them together. Yeah. And which sounds like work. Yeah, jeez. Um, let's see, we have that Nutcracker 3D thing you mentioned. Yeah, okay, so a few years ago, I believe it was a Russian, like a Russian co-production, made an animated uh, Nutcracker movie in 3D with a lot of like sort of A-list and B-list celebrity voice talent, like... The only name that comes to mind right now is Stanley Tucci, which I realize is not like everybody's first um, thought when you think A-list actor, but he, he's in it. And the only other thing I know about it is that it is reportedly terrible. Like the year it came out, I remember seeing it on a couple of different uh, film critics, like worst movies of the year list. So I'm very curious to see how a how bad a an animated uh, Nutcracker movie could possibly be. I'm just imagining a world where, like, all of these, like, kind of, like, workman actors are, like, suddenly the headliners. Like, you know, it's a movie starring Paul Giamatti. Paul. <laughs> like, uh, if, you, if you had a movie, you had to make, like, it was, it's got to be, like, an Ocean's Eleven type movie where all of the, like, the Hollywood jobbers are trying to, like, get one over on Brad Pitt or something. And it's, like, Stanley Tucci and Paul Giamatti and, um... Bill Nye, he's in there. Bill Nye or Bill Nye? Both. Okay. They're both in there and like, you know what? Sure, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's earned it. <laughs> and they're all trying to like steal a script from Brad Pitt's office because it's going to be like the the juicy uh, Oscar bait movie that they've all been dreaming of and Brad Pitt is hoarding it like an asshole. <laughs> what, what would be the Oscar bait, Oscar bait movie? Because that has to be some over-the-top terrible shit to make a movie out of. Um... It's probably going to be, like, 
the gritty, realistic take on... It's a Day the Clown Cried remake. It's the remake of The Day the Clown Cried, directed by Baz Luhrmann. It is now a musical starring Brad Pitt, and it has Oscar written all over it. <laughs> oh, my God. And and not only do the, the Hollywood jobbers, they all want to crack at the screenplay, but they're all teaming up together, and they're all playing on double-crossing each other because they all want it. It's going to end up like some Dr. Parnassus shit where they're all playing the role. They're all playing the role of Jerry Lewis. Oh, my God. Hey, wow. Hollywood, give us a call. Hey, Jerry Lewis, give us a call. Uh, Actually, no. Uh, man, there's... Okay, there's the Jack Keaton... Uh, Michael Keaton, Jack Frost, still. So. Yeah, where there's still one more Jack Frost in the tank. Which, I mean, if, if I want to watch a movie and then, ha- and then punch a kid, that's the movie I watch. <laughs> I saw it today at uh, Walgreens... I was looking through their, their DVD section and I found a, oh, excuse me, a DVD two pack. And in, in, on one side, it was the Michael Keaton Jack Frost. And on the other side, it was Christmas Vacation 2, which seems like both a missed opportunity and, and also like just the worst double feature ever. What about having Christmas Vacation 2 and Jack Frost 2? It, it, either Jack Frost 2 or even just like having the Michael Keaton Jack Frost and just like sure why not Christmas Vacation like why did they have to go Christmas Vacation 2 well I'm, I'm more thinking of having like Jack Frost 2 and Christmas Vacation 2 because both of them the, the subtitle is This Time on an Island right right but I don't know it's something about the something about having the Michael Keaton Jack Frost which you know was released in theaters and is a real movie next to like uh, an ABC TV movie. Like, let's be honest, it was on. A, it was like yeah, made, a, made for TV. A strict soulless cash-in type movie. Um, it's ridiculous. Anyway, what else do we got? Uh, um, well, Santa Buddies is still on the list. Um, I mean, Santa Buddies will always be on the list unless we make Brad watch it. I had the idea of making Brad watch it on his own and giving us a, like a book report on it. I don't think he will ever do that. I. I I, I feel like I know Brad well enough to know he would never do that. I gotta get some dirt on Brad. <laughs> like, he won't, he won't do it unless we can blackmail him. Yeah, we have to hang out over his Actually, head. Actually, black, blackmail is such a harsh term. He's, like, to quote Bender, let's say extortion. The X makes it sound cool. Yeah. It's, it's got a case sound in it, and case sounds are always funny. Uh, let's see. The Ref, um, which we have plans for that. We definitely will we'll do The Ref uh, soon. Uh, why do people? Why do slow people keep getting in front of me? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just making, I'm just driving my car and making vroom vroom noises now. I'm, no, it's the time of Christmas Christmas when I die in a car wreck. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, while you were sleeping, is that is an interesting choice because I didn't know that was a Christmas movie. Neither did I. I went onto the Google machine, typed in like Christmas movies on Netflix, and that was one of the top on the list. And I was like, is that a Christmas movie? It has elements of it that take place at Christmas. I don't know if it qualifies as a Christmas movie, though. You, you know Netflix is really suffering when you type in Christmas movies, and that's the one that's on the top of the list. No, it's not at the top of the list. And well, it, it's near the... T- you said it was near the top. Yeah, but it was also just on like whatever site Google decided to scrape information from. Okay, yeah, I mean... Like, if you type, Netflix, like, Christmas movies into Netflix and you get, like, While You Were Sleeping and Christmas in Packland and uh, Beethoven's Christmas Adventure, and, like, that's, you know, Netflix is doing great right now with their TV series, but they're doing really shitty with their movie service. And I know a lot of people are complaining about that right now, and it's only going to get worse. 
because Netflix is doing like crazy good business with their TV series. Anyway, uh, Red Boxing Day is, is coming up soon, too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bad Santa 2 is showing up there because... Uh, it's going to show up there next week, probably, because the movie's in theaters now, and it is tanking hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we might just have a case of... The, the previews look great, but I think we might have a case of the previews are, the, are where all the jokes are hiding. Pretty much. Um, I haven't even read any reviews, because I, I feel like... I feel like everybody agrees it's going. It's just bound to be terrible because, like, the original cat or the original cast is back, but none of the original crew. Like, it's just strictly a sequel made to cash in on the name. Yeah. But for some reason, it went straight to theaters. Almost Christmas, which I know nothing about. Uh, another Red Boxing Day, just the the, the current Christmas movie that's out. Uh, Office Christmas Party, which you saw for your movie review, and you said it sucked. It's garbage. Next. Um, Harold and Kumar Christmas, that's still hanging over our yeah, head. Yeah, that one's still in the tank. Um, so I'm going to pause this right now and tell you that we're passing by my apartment and I have my my one Christmas light up <laughs> in a sea of, like, nobody else has Christmas lights up. Oh, there's one other there's one other balcony with Christmas lights on it I saw. Exactly one. Exactly one. So that's kind of my living situation. <laughs> Uh, Fred Claus is on the list. I have a love-hate relationship with this with this movie, and it's partly because my mom loves it and I hate it. <laughs> I, I I I I just like I want to punch Vince Vaughn. I've I've never not wanted to punch Vince Vaughn, um, and I'm sure if he heard me say that, he would want to punch me too because he's yeah, that kind of guy. That, that's the problem. It's like most of the time when like I want to punch someone, it's like. Present the opportunity. I'm like, yeah, I would because it would it would, it would be a good scrap. Like, I think Vince Vaughn would fight dirty though. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely going straight for the balls. Not only that, but like he like he's not going anywhere without like four or five of his friends. Yeah, and you like, know you know if you pick a fight with Vince Vaughn, you're picking a fight with Ralphie because Ralphie is in his fucking entourage. And speaking of Fred Claus, uh, uh, four Christmases, four Christmases is on the list. Um, and it's one of those premises that. Is sort of like perfect for Christmas creeps because it's just two people who hate Christmas and their families are both sort of estranged. Like, like both of it's Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, and their parents are both divorced, and they all want to have Christmas, so they have to have four Christmases. That's like the entire premise of the movie, and it seems so like forced and ridiculous. And there's bound to be somebody who learns the true meaning of Christmas from being beaten up by, you know... A Santa. By, by a Santa. A drunk Santa. Or I think in, in Four Christmases' case, it's just John Favreau. Um, so that's definitely one that's like perfect Christmas creeps fodder because it came out about 10 years ago and nobody really talks about it anymore. It's one of those like rom-coms that just kind of fell under the under the bus and got crushed. Oh, Vince Vaughn would make a great Iron Man villain. Like one of those sleazy corporate types. Not even. It's just Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Just actor Vince Vaughn in Iron Man 4 as the villain. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun with that idea. Uh, rare Exports. I would uh, love to do Rare Exports. I'm not... I, one thing I'm not sure about, like, is that, like, a... Would we have too much to say about it, though? Because, like, I, I've watched Rare Exports, and I'm like, that was a pretty good movie. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know if there's... It's a good movie. It's one of those that, like, you kind of... Um, it, it's kind of one of those movies that gives you better ideas. Not to say that it's a bad movie, but, like, it's one that is... The idea is so clever that you just have to sort of bounce out other ideas based on it. Yeah. You know? 
It's about, you know, a, a kid in, I think it's a, it's a Swedish or German. I, I think it's Finnish. Finnish. It's a Finnish movie, and it's about a kid who, um, wh whose house is being terrorized by these, basically by Santa Claus. And he has to fight off the Santa Clauses while his family doesn't believe that he's being terrorized by Santa Clauses. And it's, it sort of becomes like a Goonies kind of Gremlins type movie. But it's actually very well done and very clever, and uh, it has kind of a Spielberg touch to it. I really enjoy it, and we sh we definitely should make maybe Karen or somebody else we know uh, watch it with somebody you love. Basically, I I know for a fact I've seen it, and I think Karen has seen it because I think we watched it with you. I'm not 100 percent on that. I don't think part so. of it. I, I know so. I know we've both watched it before. Okay. Um, uh, the then I have some cartoons down here. Um, the Garfield Christmas. I still want to watch that. We tried to do that, but um, uh, the internet, the planet, the plants, and the internet would not align. Right. Um, we still have plans for that one, so keep that one in the tank. Uh, oh, going onto our going onto our list of like kind of like our pantheon of like things things that we like we're not going to touch because we would just have like who wants to listen to us say nice things for an hour? Yeah. Um, Simpsons Roasting on Open Fire is on that list. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there are certain episodes that I feel like we shouldn't touch. But like the uh, Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire, like maybe the Andy Griffith Show Christmas Story episode, um, maybe the Twilight Zone episode Night of the Meek. That's a that's a really good episode, and I just don't know that we'd have much Night to say about it. <laughs> oh, I'm Santa. Look at me. Um, the only thing I think of is maybe compare, like, I... I uh, like most people who exist in the Earth, I kind of stopped really paying that much attention to The Simpsons after season 12 or so. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what they're even doing lately. Like, maybe comparing, like, the very first episode of Simpsons, which is the Christmas episode, Simpsons Dressing on Open Fire, compare that to, like, a season 20, season 25 Christmas episode. Yeah, we, could, we was... could do that. I, th I think that's, that's, that's the only way to do it, really. Yeah. Without just filleting the Simpsons for an hour. And there's like how many different Charlie Brown Christmas specials one of those one of those like fucking like soul crushing depressing like hours of cartoon. Yeah. And like I said I, I, we talked before the, the podcast I know there's definitely a few out there. I mean there's the original that everyone knows and loves. There's you know uh, the one that was made in the I think mid 90s I guess where it's rerun and he just all he wants is a dog for Christmas. So he asks Snoopy if, if like any of his family members need homes or something like that. And then there's another one that's just like little little vignettes of like the Charlie Brown characters doing Christmas things. It's not much of anything really. So I mean there's definitely we could definitely fill an hour talking about Charlie Brown, but it's Charlie Brown's one of those things that I feel like um, touches on maybe the the truer spirit of how people actually relate to Christmas more than it, is, and than it is, like, fun to, like, celebrate and enjoy Christmas, I guess, if that makes any sense. Like, it's very melancholy and very somber, and it's all about Charlie Brown sort of figuring out how to celebrate Christmas his way without anybody else interfering, and that's, you know, something everybody, it's, it's very universal, it's something everybody has to deal with at one time or another, even if you don't celebrate Christmas at all. So I feel like that's kind of if there are sacred cows in our in our uh, like oeuvre, that's definitely one of them. Um, yeah, there is something there is something to be said, which I, which, which what I'm saying now might be the, the entirety of it, of like the entire message of 
of like the commercialization of Christmas is crap coming from the guy who made peanuts. And also that that very message being presented in a cartoon sponsored by Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, which they don't tell you in later uh, airings of the cartoon, partly because Coca-Cola dropped their sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, but it's like really Charles Schultz, you want to tell you want to you want to tell me about like commercialization and shit? Um, hold on, let me put down this uh, thing of checks money buddies first. <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 a it's sort of a dand if you do, dand if you don't thing because otherwise he they never would have let him make that cartoon. That's true. So, speaking of just weird like random uh, sponsorship things with involving like newspaper like funny pages, yeah. What was up with like Dennis the Menace and Dairy Queen? Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no no explain. Not anymore, really, but like. Back in the day, even like more recently than like you think of me, like really, uh, like at least the Dairy Queens like had Dennis the Menace like cartoon stuff all over the like packaging and everything. Like yeah. Dennis and Joey and Margaret and the other girl Gina. That's her name. Why do I remember their names? Gina. I think Gina. Is that Margaret's buddy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, like they were all over all the packaging, and it's like, oh, that's kind of out of no arbit- random that's kind of arbitrary is a better way to say than random okay arbitrary yeah um but uh going back to that, I just had a last thing on our list was uh some King of the Hill Christmas episode just for an excuse to watch King of the Hill yeah and I will watch, I will watch and talk about King of the Hill all day long if you let me so you probably should not let me <laughs> and the last thing that just sprung to mind I've mentioned it before but it's, I I have bad memory uh okay. I mentioned it before today I mentioned it before in general uh, a very Brady Christmas. Ooh, I don't know anything about that. See, I don't know the Brady Bunch that well either. A very Brady Christmas was the Brady Bunch Christmas special recorded in like either the late '80s or early '90s. Okay, where it was like it was it was simultaneously Brady Bunch Christmas and like a reunion movie because it was like they're all oh we're going back home for Christmas and now Carol Brady has gray hair and things like that and like now we're all in our thirties. And the only thing I really remember about it was, like, that... The only thing I really remember about it, though, is that, like, there was a scene where the Mike Brady gets trapped in, like, a construction site, like, collapse. And he managed to escape because everyone sings O Come All Ye Faithful. What? How does that make sense? It gave him, like, superpowers or something, I guess? (laughs) It gave him the the adrenaline rush he needed to get away from Christmas music? (laughs) It's like, if I get out of here, I can make them stop. <laughs> Very Brady Christmas, a TV movie from 1988. Wow. That's not that far off from the uh, the remake uh, feature film. The Brady movie. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm just going to read this description to you off of the old Google machine. Okay. Mike and Carol Brady are looking forward to spending the Christmas holiday with their six adult children and their friend and former housekeeper, Alice but various issues may keep them apart. Every Brady sibling has their own set of problems, marital or otherwise. However, their own difficulties are eclipsed when their father is trapped trapped in a collapsed building. For the Bradys of a happy holiday, it's going to take a Christmas miracle. Jeez, man. That description is amazing. Because it's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> just imagining that the dad's trapped in the collapsed building the entire movie, and they're just like, we have to set aside our impending divorce right now because dad's still trapped in that building, and I can't divorce him if he's stuck in the building. I can't take half of his stuff if he's trapped in a building and also dies. <laughs> well, if he dies in the building, I get all of his stuff, though. 
well, then it would be a very short, very Brady Christmas. Oh, man. Oh, no. I haven't, I've never seen this. We need, we need to hunt this down. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it won't be too hard to find. The question is, can we find it without, like, uh, Ukrainian subtitles or something like that? Oh, probably, uh, oh, probably not. Hi, Vimeo. Uh-huh. Daily Motion, we are your pals. Oh, speaking of... Uh, <laughs> Daily Motion. It's like YouTube, but without laws. <laughs> speaking of Christmas movies that we've watched before, uh, this is not a segue. This is just me changing the subject. Um... I was at Best Buy the other day looking for Christmas DVDs, and they put out a new version of the uh, Monster's Scary Little Christmas. Why? With a different cover <laughs> from the one that I have, but it's the same picture of Herman Munster, but just up, just in front of like a blue background, a, a plain blue background, like you see with all of the uh, the DreamWorks movies now, where it's just like the picture of the main character in front of a static color. And now it's just the monster scary little Christmas, done up in like this like crappy fake uh, DreamWorks style. Like, are they fooling anybody with that? Uh, uh, Maybe. <laughs> who's that for? Like, who wants the monsters? Who? Yeah, who wants the monsters in 2016? Reminder: I bought the DVD that we watched for our episode at a fucking food lion. <laughs> so I don't know why they're shipping new copies with this DVD with a different cover to Best Buy at Christmas time. I mean, I guess because idiots will buy anything. I'm, I'm, you know, exhibit A, but, uh, <laughs> now that I have Fucking one, I, cert I certainly don't need another. <laughs> Fucking monsters. Oh man. And the other, the other thing that Best Buy is doing now to like scrape as much money out of idiots as they can is they're they're doing Blu-ray editions of movies now, but in like those like steelbook cases, which I actually I actually like the steelbook cases, but it's just kind of you a bullshit excuse. You to, don't need one for Prancer though. You don't need one for Prancer, and you definitely don't need one for uh, a Christmas Story, or Christmas Vacation, or Home Alone, or Scrooged. God help me, you don't need one for Scrooged. Like I like Scrooge. Bill Murray is great, but I don't need to preserve it in poster for posterity in a steel like military grade case. <laughs> it's like um, the only thing that's going to survive the war are cockroaches and this and this copy of Scrooge. Um, side note: I bought one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. I'm a fucking I'm a fucking sucker, <laughs> and a Joe and his money are easily parted. It's like, I'm just imagining they just put collector's edition on it. You're just like, well, I'm a collector. You're like, <laughs> this is the edition for you. God, like, speaking of collector's editions, whatever, that paint can Home Alone, how much was that thing? I keep threatening to buy it, and I keep not buying it for some reason. It Last I saw, it was like $25.99 on Amazon. Like, standard retail price for the paint can edition of Home Alone is like 70 bucks. I mean, I can buy you a, like, a, a, like a can of paint and like... You can get Home Alone's one through four in a DVD set for like five bucks. Yeah, I know. And you don't need Home Alone five, trust me. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a, it's the, the DVD box set of the Home Alone series, uh, with they, it comes with the all five movies, one and two in Blu-ray, three, four, and five are in standard def definition, which is horseshit if you ask me. Uh, but at also, the same time, I'm like, I get why you didn't want to put those in Blu-ray because that takes time and money and. 
it's Home Alone 3, 4, and 5. I totally get it, but if you're going to make me buy a paint can full of Home Alone DVDs, <laughs> you'd better go all out and put Home Alone 5, the holiday heist, in 1080p uh, definition. God damn you. <laughs> no, one I, I, I need to be able to count every pore on French Stewart's nose. <laughs> yeah, I need to be able to see how many hairs are in Malcolm McDowell's chin. <laughs> But it comes with those five movies. It comes with, like, a, a rubber tarantula. A Christmas ornament with Kevin McAllister's dumb face on it. And a couple of, like, Christmas cards with, like, Harry and Marv and stuff. And then, like, a fake reproduction uh, Home Alone, like, battle plan schematic that Kevin's drawn up in crayon. So it's, it's really just a super overpriced Home Alone 1, like, collector's edition... And it's just, and also here's two, three, four, and five. Yeah, the other movies just are just incidentally in the box as well. Um, at the price of twenty five ninety nine, I almost did it, but I couldn't justify having it sit in my home as a reminder that yes, I fucking bought the five disc Home Alone Collector's Edition for myself for no reason, especially having now seen Home Alone five, like. I don't know that I need a copy of it, and the only real use that 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 set would give me is that now we can review Home Alone's three and four like we kept saying we would. Oh boy! But yeah, um, so the Home Alone movies we might not get to those next year. Uh, Godspeed, Kevin McAllister and friends. Um, but we're coming up to the end of our podcast here uh, as I'm driving Jonathan five back to his uh, robot house. Robot house. That is that. Speaking of buying, like, like springing on like box sets and things, I really do want to get like the Futurama box set, especially the one that's like Bender's head with all the DVDs in it. But at the same time, I'm like, I can go on Netflix and watch these. Yeah. And as soon as they disappear from Netflix, I'm like, I can go on pirate shit and watch these. Yeah, but the the, the benefit there is now you have a, a a Bender head in your house, and I'll also have the really? commentaries and stuff like that. But like, right? But how often will you actually listen to those? Yeah, I mean, but at least I, once, pretty much. The only time I've ever listened to commentary more than once, I think, was the Anchorman, like, alternate commentary. That's just Will Ferrell and Adam McKay just talking shit for an hour and a half while, like, Lou Rawls shows up for a while, then Andy Richter shows up complaining that he's not in the movie, and things <laughs> like that. Um, and that's because, like, when I lived in Germany, that was one of these, the, I had about a dozen DVDs with me, and just, I would, just to have background noise, put them on. But at some point I was like, I've heard this before, you know, I, after I got done repeating them, I was like, let's put on the alternate commentary track. Let's put on the Spanish, uh, the Spanish audio track, things like that. <laughs> so I have, I have seen Die Hard in French several times now. Oh my God. Le Californe is how he says the California. Le Californe. Well, not, not, not just that that's what, not just like that's how you say California French, just that's what he, that's what he says. He's like, Le Californe. Like just some <laughs> fucking scorn on it. Oh man. Well, that's going to have to do it for uh, this episode of Christmas Creeps. Uh, come back next week for our our uh, very special Christmas episode. Uh, you don't want to miss that because whatever we do, we have not planned it yet. But trust me, it will be special. Yeah, there's someone who really really doesn't want to miss that now. person is Brad because he better be there. He better be there. Butthole Bradford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, if... if uh, miss you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Kisses, Brad. Uh, if... If you have any questions or comments for us and our dumb little show, you can email us at xmascreeps at gmail.com. 
Uh, go to Twitter and follow us on there. We are at Christmas Creeps. Uh, go to Facebook and like us and subscribe and follow and do all that fun stuff. Uh, we're Christmas Creeps. You just look for the, the skull with the candy cane crossbone. That's our uh, Holly Jolly Roger. You can't miss us. And finally, if you enjoyed this show and others, or have questions or comments, or no, no, not the questions or comments part. If you enjoyed the show at all, God, uh, go to iTunes and subscribe to get more episodes and uh, leave us a star rating and a review to let us know how we do it, how we do, how we do this thing. And if you enjoyed uh, this uh, drive around town episode, uh, let us know and we might do some more of them. I don't know. It, it, would it be fun to do one of these in June? Probably not. <laughs> Rather look at all the Christmas lights in June. Eh, it might be a longer drive, but we can probably find some. Yeah, we might, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the new year. So uh, give us your suggestions now, and we are more than happy to take them and run with them as far as we can. I mean, yeah, because... we elected Lex Luthor the president. Anything can happen. Yeah, so, you know, 2017, the sky's the limit. You never know what's going to happen on Christmas Creeps. Uh, so for Christmas Creeps, uh, I am uh, Joseph Wade. I am Johnny Five the Human Robot, Karen York. It, oh. We'll be back. Just Karen, like Karen the York, Karen the York Five, because I, I I put a ring on that shit. Yeah. So yeah, Karen York Five. Uh, okay. Just like the Guardians of the Galaxy, Karen Five will return. Yes, <laughs> uh, with music. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.